0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa.
1: (laughs) Nikaqde masno dukhe dil ka marham, nikakde masno dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gay hai Rasool-e Mukarram, ye farma gay hai Rasool-e Mukarram. Six uh, minutes uh, after 11, uh, South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful morning here in Lanesia. Well, today is the 30th of uh, November. Corresponding to the 5th of Jum'a al-Ula, 1444 I want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company And I want to welcome our beloved wonderful listeners of uh, Merkeza, Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah well Remember our WhatsApp number is 084 3132 084786-3132. International Overseas Listeners Plus to 3132 plus 2784 786 3132. Let's welcome our beloved engineer, brother Born Face, and welcome our beloved senior, respected, honorable Fadilatul Ustad Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qader Hussain Hafi, Ustad, welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa wa Ustad.
0: There's a listener
1: saying, Ustaz, what is the preferred time to perform a nikah? Please give me a reference, if any, for example,
0: sunnah time, Ustaz. wa ala Amma all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and Cherisha of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam we will give you the time the place all the details with the references where should the nikah be performed habibuna mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said Announce the nikah, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Alhamdulillah, on Fridays between 10 and 10.30. We have a program on Arafat conducts it, mashallah, regarding the announcements of the nikah. So anybody is getting married this week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, mashallah, send your invitations on zero eight four seven eight six three one three two WhatsApp it, and then Maulana will announce it, inshallah, on Friday between ten and ten thirty. So that is the announcement second one and let the nikah take place in the masjid so that also is mentioned in tirmidhi sharif remember this business of having the nikah at the house or in a civic center or in a hotel and all that that definitely is not sunnah sunnah is the nikah should be in the masjid so that is number one sorted out which month is the best month to have the nikah? Then we see our mother Sayyida Aisha radiallahu our states, إِنَّ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ لَهِ تَزَوَّجَ أبي فِي شَوَّالٍ that he, Habibuna, صَلَّى اللَّهُ عليه to me took place during the month of Shawwal and she had no children but for her family members, her nephews, her nieces and so forth she would encourage them that all of you get married in Shawwal so all this is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif which date on Shawwal did Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu Mary Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radhiyallahu it was the 10th al ashir min shawwal the 10th of shawwal and if you want a reference of that open mirqat mirqat is a commentary of mishkat sharif by Mullah ali qari Rahimullah, great great scholar of hadith and so many fields so there he has mentioned the 10th of Shawal. If you want the day, then the best day is Friday." Habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam said huwa a'adhamu indallahi min Eid al-Fitr wa Eid adha and it is Sayyid al-Ayam that it is the best day of the week and it is greater and superior compared to the days of Eid al-Fitr that is first of Shawwal and superior and greater than Eid al-Adha tenth of Zulhijah, and the Hadith in Mishkat Sharif all that then what time on a Friday? So remember, ilta misuha, fil ay, bad al asri, ba badil al asri ila ghebubat Look for the sa'i mustajaba, the time when dua's accepted from after Asar, right up to time of sunset. So open Mishka, if you'll find all these type of wordings. So we gave you everything now. We gave you the month, we gave you the date, we gave you the place, we gave you the exact time. And if you can do that, then it is nurun ala nur. Then it's good. Otherwise, any time, any place also is fine. But best is what mm. I told you now.
1: My mother in law Lausta tells us to serve our husbands but she doesn't tell her daughters to have left to have left their husbands for their
0: careers ustad anything so remember that this is a common problem that there is a case of double standards we don't say in all cases we don't say in all mother-in-law and so forth but in most of them you will find for their daughters they have a different law, different standards and for their daughters-in-law they'll have a different criteria and so forth. For example, she'll tell the daughter-in-law you must do this for, yourself, for your husband, do this for your husband, meaning for her son, to so they or sons and so forth. But when it comes to her daughter, what she, daughter or daughters, what they must do for the son-in-law so then you will find it's a different ballgame So this is a case of double standards, obviously, and so forth. Therefore, we must be clear on this issue also. We don't have to carry favor with people or organizations or politicians or government. We have to present to you the Sharia. So if you have a daughter-in-law living with you or she's nearby, so that whatever she's doing, remember that it is Mimbabil Ihsan. Really speaking, she's just doing you a favor. You know, if she cooks for you or she's helping you in the kitchen or she's doing A, B, C, other chores and so forth, it's not something compulsory upon her. And we will encourage her. We will tell her, daughter-in-law, that is what you should be doing. Remember that you will win your husband's heart over, you'll win your mother-in-law's heart over, and then you'll win over the credit card, debit card, everything over. So it's a very, very good thing to do that. But can you say it's compulsory? No, it's not compulsory. But when the husband tells his wife that he must, she must cook for him, cook for the children, she must do this, do that, then it becomes compulsory upon her to do that, provided it is not something which is trampling upon the Sharia and against the Sharia. So that is what Islam is teaching us. And we should not have double standards. If you want a healthy and harmonious and cordial relationship, then you, the daughter-in-law, treat your mother-in-law like your mother. You also to blame the daughter-in-law. It's not that you must be saukar. You know, in Merman, we got a nice word there. Say it's a saukar. you see, that you want to think that no, everything, we must just blame the mother-in-law. That's wrong also. So you also are to blame many a time. Remember that your mother-in-law tells you something, then you want to just pull up your face because you want to sleep, you want to watch TV, you want to watch World Cup, and all this haram nonsense things, so we also is give and take in life so you also must play your part and so forth, so you should try and treat your mother-in-law like your mother, obviously it can't be the same but at least to a certain extent and hmm. your mother-in-law should treat the daughter-in-law like the daughter to a great extent and then you will see there will be a harmonious relationship and so forth, so therefore you know when I was in Newcastle and so forth and even here so remember that but more so in Newcastle then what used to happen is that myself, my wife then her mother is there and my mother is there and everybody is happy you know and so forth so what you need for this is Allah Allah when you keep a big heart magnetic Animal's heart, then all, may Allah will elevate you as well. So that is what is required. Remember that. Hmm.
1: Subhanallah, Subhanallah. I see somebody says, "Ustad, is it Sunnah uh, to give the mudwife the leg of the animal
0: from the aqiqah meat, Ustad?" Remember the day the baby is born, then you will give the adhan in the right ear, iqama in the left ear. And you will then make tahniq. you will take that, you know, date, kajur, soften it, and then just insert it there in the palate, you know, the upper portion of the mouth and so forth. So that is the sunnah, you make dua after that and so forth. Now today is Wednesday, so the baby is born today. So your masabi, the seventh day will be next week, Tuesday. So is it sunnah dead now? And what will you do on the seventh day? So you must remember last week Thursday... The wife gave birth. So today, Wednesday is the seventh day. So what will we do today? So as a boy, we will slaughter two goats or two sheep. it's a girl, we will slaughter one goat or one sheep. Thereafter, we'll name the baby. Thereafter, remember, we'll shave the hair. After shaving the hair, things are afran, saffron, you can mix it with a little bit low water and then you apply it on the head of the baby. That is sunnah. One nas, People are Unmindful of that, the Hadith in Abu Dawood. And remember that you give some charity out to anybody, Muslim, non-Muslim, and you name the baby, as I told you, and then the Akika, you take the leg of the animal and you give it to the qabila Kabila is the midwife. And if you want a reference of this, it's a Sunnah, 100%. The Hadith is mentioned in Bayhaqi. When Sayyidina Hussein radiyallahu anhu ardha, the beloved Nawasa, the to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the beloved grandson of the Master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's Milad Mubarak took place, his honorable birth took place. So Sayyidina Fatima radiyallahu anha, she married Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu An in the second year of the Hijrah during the month of Ramadan. The next year, Sayyidina Hassan Radiallahu anhu, his milad, honorable birth took place. In the fourth year of the Hijrah, that it was the month of Shaban, Sayyidina Hussein Radiallahu ta'ala anhu's Mubarak milad and honorable auspicious birth took place. Habibu Nas sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Amar Fatima anha. Habibuna sallallahu alaihi wa told Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha that the leg of the animal, the original, you know, original akika, you give that to the qabilah, to the midwife. And the reference you got is Bayhaki 1. Hafiz ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, the great celebrated student of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, has written a whole beautiful chapter article on this in his wonderful book, تحفة المودود tuhfatul mawdood bi ahkamil Maulud excellent masterpiece of a book on this topic here everything related to birth to the birth of the baby of the child and so forth you will find there inside so he had given various references but these are the easy ones to remember and his book also so you can refer to that so whenever you daughter daughter daughter-in-law wife giving birth so remember the leg of the animal that you give to the qabila, you give qabila in Arabic, you give to the midwife, and that is sunnatun <laughs> Nabawiyya. These are two sunnahs. our people many a time. They forget about it or they're ignorant about it and they have abandoned these two sunnah. One, to shave the hair and after shaving the hair then you must apply zafran, saffron on the head of the baby after shaving the hair. And second one, that the animal, that the akika animal, mashallah, then you give the leg of the animal to the qabila, to the midwife. So all this are sunnah and we must revive every sunnah. Why? He, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Surah, Allah Tala says, Surah 3, verse 31. You address them Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi And inform them If you really love all Follow me Immaculately When we revive the Sunnah Practice on the Sunnah of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam You become the beloved of all ذنوبكم, And your sins Will also be forgiven Soon three, verse thirty-one. Listen to this one, Ustad. I have
1: a month-old baby. Uh, just after I gave birth, he divorced me. Uh, must a still be done for my baby, for my baby daughter, Ustad? I'm going through a nervous breakdown. Make dua, Mufti, a.k.a. Okay, Allah take me and my baby away from this dunya soon. Amin.
0: Anonymous, Ustad. Here yeah, there are three different issues. Issue number one is that mashallah, Allah Ta'ala blessed you with a baby girl so all the expenses for that baby girl is compulsory upon the father. If he doesn't pay you, oh, divorce wife now, so you must take him to court and you must make sure he pays for that. All the expenses, whether it's the clothing, whether it's the food, whether it's the rental, whether it's the water lights, whether it is the medication, everything he must pay for. You must remember that. And that is Islamic law. And this will continue right till the day she gets married, after 18, 20, 22 years, whatever the case might be so that responsibility onus and responsibility is on him second one is this after you gave birth then was your nifas so regarding nifas your postnatal you must remember the Hanafis humbly say the maximum period is 40 days and the Shafi is Maliki say 60 days right then you say after a month so let's say plus minus after your nifas so what happened was Allah alone knows what happened between you and your husband it's a, supposed to be a great occasion happy occasion you just gave birth, baby girl and so forth so Allah knows who's right, who's wrong so we normally say both parties are wrong but nevertheless now we say that he issued a talak. so if he issued one talak, there's one and if he issued two talak, two divorce then it's two. If you issue three talaq then it's three. So you have to set in iddat down. So your iddat will be surah 2 and verse number 228. So what is the meaning of three quroo? Three quroo, Hanafis humbly say three menses. So remember when your third menses ends, so after the talaq and so forth, then remember your iddat will finish up. And and thereafter the shafi'is and maliki say it refers to three periods of cleanliness so when the third period of cleanliness expires and finishes then the iddat will expire so that's second issue third issue now you are devastated who must pay for the aqiqah he must pay for the aqiqah he must pay for all the expenses as i explained now you are devastated one side you got a small baby one two months old whatever the case is now and thereafter he divorced you you feel that the whole world's problem has come on you kiamat has come upon you <laughs> Habib Na Mustafa <coughs> Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said it is not permissible for a Muslim person that when a calamity afflicts him then what he or she does now you start saying ya Allah give me death give me death so that you must withdraw that statement you must take back. So you keep positive with all my talaajul and say, "Ya Allah, give me the strength, give my child the strength, and we will continue with life." And what you're going to read, Surah 46, the beginning of 26 Supara, Surah 46, verse 15. So the 26 Jews, 26 Supara, verse 15, 1-5. It's a long verse. See in the middle wa o all might allah bring about reform piety goodness in my progeny so you must make dua for your child and so forth and remember if you want to resettle and so forth so all that is permissible after the iddat expires you read Rabbana min azwajina wa a'yun. therefore islam imposed upon you iddat so you are not caught on the rebound you can think it out properly and clearly what you want to do do you want to remain a single parent do you want to remarry? So all these things you make istikhara, you ask Almighty Allah for assistance. And whenever the thought comes, negativity, that is better I and my daughter, we die and so forth. So these are the wasawis and waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. So say, أَوُوذُ in مِنَ shaitan regime and beg Almighty Allah, اللَّهُمَّ إِنَّا نَسْأَلُكَ wal وَالْعَافِيَةِ Ya Allah, give me and my beloved, my daughter forgiveness for me and give me and my daughter afia Ameen. that uh, health wealth you know protection whatever our needs are you fulfill it read even now in your iddat and all that read the asma ul Husnah, that the 99 names of almighty allah and you will get great solace and you will be pacified inshallah and allah ta'ala will accept your duas and because you are a lady now that you are so hazeen and mahzun and so Mm. sad and so forth I am, Allah Ta'ala says, Hadith al-Qudsi those people whose hearts are broken so I am with them and you will find in Maqasid al-Hasana this type of ahadith. so therefore you should in Islam at all types, all places Things go our way, alhamdulillah. Things go 100% our way, alhamdulillahi bi ni'matihi tatimmu salihat. Things go against us, then alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. And if you want to read the whole thing, Allah, al whole dua, alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. We seek your protection from the condition of the people of Jahannam, the hadith in Tirmidhi. So everything Islam is teaching us, we must remain positive in all circumstances, all instances, all cases. So that is what Islam is teaching Hmm. us, sister.
1: I see the sister is crying and she says that... uh Uh, My husband is a Molana, and you know him, Ustad. Uh, The sister wants your personal number, Ustad. Maybe to contact you, maybe you can speak to that Molana. That's her husband, but of course, now the divorce, Ustad.
0: Now, it's finished now. You must remember that. Speak to his teachers or whoever you want, and so forth. He'll give us long story and all that. I don't get involved in these things there. So if you want, speak to his teachers and all of them, and then maybe if he gave one talak or so, then you can reconcile or even two, but with three we can't do anything. So remember, but make sure, Molana or not Molana, he must pay everything. Mm. And if don't <coughs> pay, you don't waste time with Jamiat and Molanas and Molvi's and me, and uh, we can't do anything. You must go straight to court, you don't pay, then you send him throng to, that he must go to jail. So remember this, That and, and that they, they treat quite seriously. So remember this, and you can give other than one reasons if there was gender-based violence or any time he hit you, assaulted you. I'm not saying you must lie and make propaganda, I'm saying that if it happened and so forth, you must make a list of all these things there that are serious, serious offenses, And it's not that just one day you wake up and give talak. There are a lot of issues must have taken place. Allah, that's why I told you just now, (laughs) in most cases, I normally say, it's not the husband is right and your wife is wrong, or the wife is right and husband is wrong. I say 99%, 90%, both parties are wrong. Mm. So therefore, my advice, you want to contact somebody, contact his. You know where he studied, who's his teachers, who's his principal. Speak to them and see what you can do.
1: Uh, Before we go to bar, uh, the sister says three talaxus start in physical abuse. Uh, hit me so much that once I did have a miscarriage And I see Ba says here On a serious note, dear Muftisab What is wrong with the ulama, with the maulanas Why
0: can't they be like you? Ba, Ustad? We'll Remember now Ba, you're also going to another level You can't go paint all the maulanas With the same brush and all that You get characters in every field You, good the, you get the good, the bad, the <laughs> happy, the sad And all that, you know So all that, so now So if what you are saying is true So you can charge him for all that so you must remember that for physical abuse and what have you and gender-based violence and so forth. And if he gave three talak, then you can't do anything much. But make sure that you must remember that he must pay. That is the most important. And not for one, two months. He has to pay for the next 20 years till she gets married. Remember, I'm just using 20 as example. So remember, if she gets married at the age of 18 or whatever. He has to pay for all that is a baby. And he has to pay for the rent. Also, because why? Which decision to stay? going to stay with you, and is responsible for that. So he must pay for all these things. There, yeah. so that is what you must understand. Hmm.
1: Somebody says, do we have to address our mother-in-laws,
0: Ustad, as mummy? If we don't, are we wrong for that, Ustad? Remember this, it's not necessary that you address a mummy any word of respect and so forth. So for example, my mother-in-law was with me, I told her a hundred times, she passed away, yeah, she was blind. I used to call her Masi. So Masi means Khala, and Khala means maternal, auntie, mother, sister. <laughs> he, Habibuna Mustafa صلى الله عليه وسلم said, Al-Khala to be mansilatil um, the Khala, the Masi and the maternal auntie takes the place of the mother. So you want to call her ummi, you want to call her mum, you want to call her Khala, you want to call her Masi, any words, auntie, whatever, any word of respect, to Islamically all that will be fine and acceptable.
1: Hmm. Uh, Ustad, uh, your, regarding your program, inshallah, listeners want to know what's, uh, Muftisab's program. I think you will be leaving today, inshallah, Ustad?
0: Inshallah, we'll be leaving today. Our first stop, inshallah, Hafiz Anwar Pochi. He studied by me there in Dalum, Newcastle, in 1981, is my neighbor also. I am from Heidelberg, Heidelberg, originally Transvaal, old Transvaal. And he's from Nigel, you know, just 10 miles, 11 miles or so, the nearest town to Heidelberg. 76, when I came first time from Karachi, they had no imam there to perform tarawi So then, you know, I used to go. There was a Maulana, Mawlana Mayat, so, that, so myself and him used to make. Sometimes Bichara used to tell me that you must make all 20. When it's time for Tarawi, he said, no, today Tabiyat Thikne, you know. So so then I used to do it. MashaAllah, so I used to go every night there with my brother and them. they take me and then they come back. So anyway, cut long story short, so InshaAllah today we will be... A third time, that is the schedule and the program, Inshallah, Inshallah, Al-Aziz, day in Freyheit, where Hazrat Moana Ismail Katrada's madrasa, Rahimahullah, is. So there there's a program for the students. And then Maghrib time in Masjid Abu Hurairah, where Moana Ibrahim Rawat is, Mashallah, the Imam. So there, there's program after Maghrib and uh, Isha al and so forth. I think the Isha will be delayed or whatever. And there after that, you know, is all the meals and what have you. And we'll be staying there. Then tomorrow, Thursday, Inshallah, there before Zohar time, I must be in Denhauser. And then in Denhauser, they just refurbished their masjid and so forth. So there you got Zahir, the son of, you know, Musa Haji, Mashallah, Haji Musa Haji. So anyway, so we'll have a short program there, 10-15 minutes after Zohar. That's Thursday afternoon after Zohar. Then at night, mashallah, there's a wonderful occasion. Three youngsters completed hivs So Maghrib to Isha will be the program, the Hif Jalsa in Den Masjid. So Den got two programs there. Then from there after Isha, we will move on to Dandi. Hafiz Saleem, the Dokrat, his son Hafiz Lukman, Dokrat, mashallah. So we will be there sleeping there by them. And then Friday morning after Fajr and Friday Jummah all that day in Dundee and then we'll come to Newcastle inshallah and then Friday night it is after Maghrib in Majid siddiq is our program mashallah and then Saturday Sunday is the Dalum, Newcastle Jalsa so we'll be there Saturday and Sunday and then inshallah we'll return Allah Jalla Wallah, accept it Allah Tala take us safely bring us back safely as well and make it a means of Hidayat for humanity and we must not forget our principal Azad Muaq <laughs> <laughs> he started this Darulum jungle kum mangal bana mm. If you study Darulum Newcastle, 14 acres of land it was jungle, and no water, no electricity, nothing, Mulana and Apa Sakina, Mulana's wife, first wife, the sacrifice they made, all that, so we can't forget all that, and it's 50 years now, end of this year, that Dalum, Newcastle, I always say Dalum, Newcastle, is the mother of all the Darulums in South Africa, hmm. and molana Qasim Rahimullah is the father of all the Darulums here in South Africa, and then remember, if you go to Dalum, Karachi, where we studied also so there one South African family from Azadwal and that is they they donated that land 56 acres mm. remember they. Total jungle. So today is one of the biggest Darloom and one of the most famous Dharloom. Hazan Mufti Shafi's Rahimullah passed away on 10 Shawwal. Just now I told you of 10 Shawal, you must get married. He passed away, Hazrat Mufti Shafi Grand Mufti of Pakistan in 1976. And now you know two weeks ago his son passed away and Maulana Rafi Usmani and so forth. So now Mufti Taqi Usmani will run the show and so forth. So that is what happened. We must remember, you must learn all this so you come to know, see the variety of family, yea, from Azadvul. Whoever, their father, grandfather Whoever donated that land So from that time onwards 1950 till now Over 70 years Subhanallah All the sadaqah jariya gone to him What a great investment it was So that these are the type of things That we should remember Well it's uh, exactly now 24 minutes
1: to 12 We go for an interval When we come back inshallah We will continue What The bliss of marriage Stay tuned Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. When it's uh, 22 minutes uh, to 12, uh, before we take the next question, somebody says here, uh, Ustad, that I listen to the blissful of marriage, but not once, Mufti A.K., lash the alims who are making zulam to their wives. That's one. The other one says he also is anonymous, Mufti said, my husband is a Mufti and he's a Zalim and stingy, Ustad.
0: Bismillah rahim Just now what I said. Just now what I said. <laughs> I said, you can't now two, three alim, two, three muftis, ten of them do something wrong. So you can't go and paint everybody and say every Molvi, every alim, every imam, every mufti, sheikh is a zalim. And thus. that's wrong. Remember that. Just now what I told the lady. I told her that Molana or no Molana, if he doesn't pay, you must remember for your daughter the expenses and that, leave all the jamiyats, leave all the ulama, and you must go to court and lay a charge against him. And if he assaulted you, you must lay all those charges. Never mind let him go wrong too, he can go to prison also. So we we must be fair in our verdict and judgment, not the emotions get the better of us and so forth and so on. So if you got married to a maulana or to the mufti sahab or qari sahab or whoever and now he is a zalim, he's stingy and so forth and so on. So speak to him when he's in a good mood and tell him that this is, is this what Quran hadith teaches us so you must quote the quran sharif and tell him you don't know the verse at least the meaning you can say surah four chapter four surah Nisa, verse nineteen treat your wives with love with respect and justice how you want your daughter-in-law uh, how you want your your daughter to be treated by your son-in-law how you want your daughter to be treated by your son-in-law you must treat your wife better than that. That should be your criteria and barometer. Second one, Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam authentic hadith Intermediate Sharif. Last week, the Imam of the Haram also quoted it. When he quoted it, I was smiling because I quoted so much. Khayrukum khayrukum That the best one of you are the best one to his wife and children. And wa ana khayrukum I, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi I am the best one of you. That uh, I, give, I set the precedent for humanity and posterity for my wives and my children so that is what we must learn remember that so you must speak to your husbands and they don't listen then the are his maulana is imam is Muftisa, and qarisa you know his teachers you know his principles speak to them So at least then maybe you'll make some headway in that. But again, I'm saying, we can't go paint the bird. you paint everybody with the same brush. I mean, that's not right. Remember, that we can't do. That is unacceptable. Islamically, logically, also is unacceptable. Hmm.
1: 0847863132. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, my mom had three children. We are two girls. And my brother is Marhum. How should her wealth be distributed my brother had one son only ustad
0: you see if you want me to solve the problem then i need the chronological table so i will answer the questions uh, i will ask the questions and you must answer quickly so who passed away first did your brother pass away first or did your mother pass away first so who passed away first quickly quickly we need to answer so then, so first thing we will do when a Muslim person passes away, first will be burial funeral expenses. That the heir uh, you take from the estate, or the heirs, or any family member or friend wants to pay, so that's permissible. Second is the debts of the deceased. All debt must be paid immediately, not after forty days and hundred days. So remember the hadith in Muslim, the Ahmed, in Ibn Majah, various compilations. Nafsul Mu'mini that deceased person even though he's muslim he'll never enter jannah until and unless the debts of the deceased are paid you know justice delayed is justice denied and the third one remember is wasiyah. Wasia is for none heirs, so remember that. And now you can bequeath for your brothers, sisters, and so forth. If there's a Sunday, for example, or you can bequeath for your neighbor, Muslim, non-Muslim, but maximum one third of the, the net estate. And fourth one will come the shares of the heirs. So what they say? Who passed away first, brother?
1: It says here, my brother, then mom is alive. That's what it says.
0: Yeah, so remember, so now the status quo is this. So you must remember, now the status quo is this. So when he passed away, that is, your brother passed away, so his wife and his children and them, they inherited, and mommy will inherit from there, right? Because you say he's got a son also. So you, the siblings, you are out of the equation. And remember, so your brother passed away, so i don't know at that time whether your parents both were alive or only mommy was alive if both were alive then you must remember one six one six okay so to the parents and if one is alive one six and the residue remainder will go to his son and you sublings, nothing for you you must just say inna lillahi wa inna rajun. so that is one estate so that is your brother's estate Now if your mom passes away, so remember who will be the heirs. So again the same table, first burial, funeral expenses, then the debts of the deceased, then remember the wasiyah for none heirs, and then you will come to, you must remember this here, the shares of the heirs. So you will say that there are two daughters. Isn't it so? So you will say two daughters, and in a case like that, the two daughters will take the two-thirds, and then your brother, He's got a son So Ibn al-Ibn We say So the residue Will go to him And that You know That the nephew Of your people So remember He will get the remainder So it's straightforward You all will be three So two daughters And one grandson So one third One third One third Finish That's how you solve the problem And everybody's happy Inshallah
1: Jazakum Allah Ustad Somebody says Can I marry My wife's
0: sister When my wife passes on, who is also my late brother's wife. So you must remember that you marry your wife's sister So now after your wife passed away Then you can marry her Provided that she is not in the nikah of anybody else If she is in the nikah of somebody else Then it's haram All this is in the Quran Surah 4, Surah Nisa Verses 23, 24 You can't have two biological sisters One time in your niqah So remember there's not permission subh Sayyida Usman wa ta'ala an was made to Sayyida Ruqayya radiyallahu anha then she passed away in the second year. So remember of the hijrah and remember that is why Sayyidina Usman radiallahu anhu could not participate in the Battle of Badr because he was looking after the beloved daughter of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa and his honorable wife. Thereafter, Nabi alayhi sallallahu wa said, fine, now you can marry my other daughter. And then he married Sayyidina Umm Kulthum radiallahu anhu and therefore he has the title Zunnurain, the possessor of the two radiances, the two lights and so forth, the two beloved daughters, honorable daughters of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so that is permissible. And when you want to marry your wife who passed away, her sister, she must not be in a nikah or the iddet of anybody. So that is not permissible. Quran says, Surah 4, verse 24, وَالْمُحْسَنَةُ مِنَ Nisa." You can't go married to another person's wife. So one husband per lady. You can't have two husbands per lady. So that is the law. But so if your wife passed away, and you want to marry her sister, and she's not married to anybody else, or she was married, but that husband passed away, or she got divorced from that husband, the indut is finished, all that, and you want to marry her, totally permissible, there's no problem with that.
1: So there's, a, there's a single young man, he says here, yeah, masturbate to keep away from zina. I'm a single young man, I'm
0: 23 years old. Any du'as, start. Remember, duas alone don't help my brother. Imam Shafi'i was a genius so Imam Shafi became a Hafiz at the age of 7 Imam Shafi by hearted and memorized Mu'atta Malik his beloved teacher's book at the age of 10 so you must remember that Mu'atta Malik you know what hadith and all that and then at the age of 15 his ustad Muslim not Imam Muslim there's another one so Muslim Zanji the African teacher so remember was so impressed with him he said you're a abqari you're a genius so rem- Remember, the age of 15, he just told him verbally, وَأَجَازَ لَهُ iftah." He told him, you can start issuing fatawa and verdicts. So when Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah was asked, مَا حُكْمُ What is the ruling regarding masturbation? See what a genius he is. So he read this verse, Surah 23 and verses 5, 6, 7. Surah 23, chapter 23, verses 5, 6, and 7. If you don't understand the surah and verse business, the beginning of the 18th subara, the beginning of the 18th Jews, I read for you. So who are the true, true, pakka, satcha, musulman, the true, dedicated, devoted Muslims? So surah 23, verse 5. وَالّذِينَ هُمْ لِفُرُوجِهِ مَحَافِظُونَ They are those people, you must remember, who guard their private part, right? Then when they can't fulfill their lust and desires, إِلَّا لَا أَزْوَاجِهِمْ أَوْ مَا مَلَكَتْ إِيمَانُهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ غَيْرُ مَلُومِينَ so they go to their husbands, they go to their wives, and they fulfil their lasting desires. And in those days they were the female slaves, so they could go to the slave also and fulfil the desire. Today there's no slaves, and so so that will not be applicable now. Then Imam Shafi quoted this verse, Surah 23 and verse 7. فَمَنِبَتَ غَوَّرَ أَدَالِكَ فَمَنِبَتَ whosoever seeks and goes beyond that now you go and do diy you do it yourself masturbating male or female for adun, they are the transgressors so it's a major sin in islam that so what must you do my brother Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressing the youth, like you, you're bursting with energy, mm-hmm. and now you're getting lust and desire, and you're becoming hot like, you see, too much dates and too much food and dessert and thus and so forth. So you must cool down. So manis tata aminkumul ba'ata whosoever of you got the financial, physical means to get married, so get married immediately. فَإِنَّهُ أَغَدُّ لِلْبَصَرِ وَأَحْسَنُ لِلْفَرْجِ So it will keep your gaze down and protect your private part as well. وَمَلَّمْ يَسْتَطِي And those of you who can't get married, you don't have the means, you don't have financial means, physical means, whatever it is, you have some problem. فَأَلَيْهِ بِسَوْمٍ So you must fast. Monday, Thursdays, twice a week, thrice a week, keep fast. فَإِنَّ السَّوْمَ لَهُ وِجَاعٍ because that fasting will crush his desires, will break the desires. So you can't go say, no, I fear I will commit zina, fornication, and therefore I'm masturbating, and it's permissible. No fornication is much worse hundred lashes we did yesterday's lesson also for both parties and remember that a masturbation is less a sin compared to fornication zina, adultery but still it's a sin and I gave you the dalil and evidence so therefore what will be the way and the solution so you should fast and cry to Allah Surah 25 verse 74 Rabbana <inaudible> min na wa dhurriyatina a'yun ya allah grant us such spouses and children the coolness of the eyes abdullah ibn mas'ud radi one of the grand muftis of the sahaba faqih wa'iz al-umma to say Il tamis al you're wondering now that I'm to look after my wife and so forth so get married and Allah will give you richness through the barakah and blessing of nikah so in Sunan Sa'id bin Mansur you will find this fatwa and verdict of Abdullah al anhu. so everything you will find in the Quran Sharif in the Sunnah Mubarakah in the Fatawa verdict advices of Sahaba in the advices of Oliya and the four schools so that is So sunnah wa jama'a, brother.
1: Mm. said uh, the sisters in Newcastle, they want to know if they can arrange a small Q&A for the sisters in Newcastle. But of course, strictly, brother, said you know a lot of people in Newcastle. Can they do that for you, Start. So
0: remember 20 years I was there, January 81 to 2001, January. Until now, we're no more in your uh, kitchen and here and there or class. We're right in the bedroom now. So every day we got Q&A. Make mouth. there won't be any time for all that Q&A and all these things there, because my schedule, I'm just looking at it, is so hectic and so forth. So I got this appointment, that appointment, and so many things. So, inshallah, that whatever lectures, like for example, Friday night, I will be there in Paradise, Majid al siddiq and mashallah, Newcastle is well organized. So, you got different masajid on the bilal receiver in your houses, you can listen to it, mashallah, so there's no problem." And then the Darum Jalsa also on the Bilal receiver, you can listen to it. So why you must have all this problem and so forth, come here, come there and all. So you've got so many ulama there now, mashallah, most of them are my students also. So they'll give you all the answers also, inshallah. <laughs> I see the sister says, we know what Muftisab like
1: and Apa Fatima like. start.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she's not coming, you must remember <laughs> that. She's getting tired of all this traveling, jump, going from this place to this place, and then luggage here, luggage. She, she stays, I stay at home. So, inshallah, myself and our office, Anwar Poochi, we will be coming inshallah. So, you know, if you study his history... Anwar Pochi, mashallah, so his father and them and mother, I don't know about his mother too much, but his father and them all were there in Stenetan. Mm-hmm. Stenetan, they the town masjid. So mashallah, that, that is where my mother, my nanima, grandmother, all of them were there. And the sage of the age, Hazrat mohana Zubair Ali, Nawar Allah, Marqadahu was there. And then they, my mamaji, my mama became first Mammon Hafiz in the history of South Africa, 1942 to 19. 44, Half his Umar Suleiman, so he's buried there in Madelburg so MashaAllah he studied there by Hazrat Muhammad Zubed Ali. When I was five years old, six, seven years old, like that, so whenever my parents would go Leslie, mm-hmm. now it's called the Endra, so Allah just put in my heart, with Allah's fatal everything happens and Allah's mercy, then I used to just go with my parents. Every second week, third week, they were there. So then, he don't. I don't understand what they speak, but we used to call Mama Ji. That's it, Ali. So remember, then Mama Ji will embrace me and make dua and so forth. My mother used to say, "Dua Karwanu ke Poiro hafiz thai So he never made dua for hafiz Only he made dua for much, much more. You see. So Allah Taala bless them. Allah grant them the highest, highest stages in Jannah those great, great awliya hmm. they were. Subhanallah, hmm. Subhanallah. I don't know, somebody says you move
1: to if you're going to do justice for the sisters in Newcastle you're not
0: doing justice to your place Heidelberg this is also waiting for the Q&A ah, everybody is <laughs> waiting so you must remember that so Heidelberg we spent 16, 17 years oh, and wow. then we went I was reading about Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah so when he was 16 years old so he decided now nah, I must go out and go study so Alhamdulillah we were around there also mm. and then we went to Karachi first time we went overseas and so forth you know so long story but Heidelberg now Inshallah, we'll come there again. It's my hometown. You must remember that. So it's not hadith. It's always you must remember just a saying. But mm. people confuse hadith and proverbs and saying. Hubbul so mm. today I'm just thinking I must squeeze in the graveyard all day because Heidelberg, my parents are there, my brothers are there, all. Mm. So I have to go, so now I have to do all the juggling a little bit, you know. So, and then we have to be there on time and all that. But Allah will make everything easy for us, inshallah, Laziz. Somebody says a parent will always be a parent,
1: no matter how wrong the kids are. But Mufti said, my kids are going to hell. Will we go with
0: them for covering their faults? Anonymous, Ustad. See, there are three things here you must remember. I give you the reference of each one. Number one, Surah 66, verse 6. Almighty Allah جل جلاله states, يَا عِيُوَ الّذِينَ أَمَنُوا كُو أَنْفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ Nara That you, the parents, you must save yourself and save your children, your family, your grandchildren from the fire. So always make amar bil maruf, naan munkar, with love, with wisdom and so forth. You must teach them what is right and what is wrong and so forth. Don't try and cover up and justify their are wrong when they continuously doing upside down things and wrong things. One, two times mistakes happen, all that's different. But continuously, obviously you can't justify that. You see, the wrong we do, I told you all this hundred times, the C syndrome, A, B, C. So when they grow up, we gave them clothing, we gave them computers, we gave them CDs, we gave them cell phones, we gave them cash, we gave them cars. So every C we gave them. But ma nahala walidun nahlan ahsana min adabin hasan. The greatest C, oh father, mother, you can give your beautiful, wonderful children, is character, good character. Let us be honest. Leave non-Muslims. How many Muslim parents in this day and this age really worry and are concerned about the character of their children? Mm. As long as they they pass the examination, they get their certificate, get their degrees, bring in money, everything, lungile, everything, fine. That building the character, teaching them what is Islam, all that. I told you a hundred times, my Nani Ma used to come Heidelberg. We were in the old place there. And there, there was no all the carpets and all that. So you have tapete lino, How the time the lino also got torn and so forth. And you call paint. And then we just sit on the floor. Nani Ma tell us stories. Some stories she told us. Allah granted Jannatul fiddur. She passed away 27 nights. Till today, I can't find the reality. But it's not important that she instilled within us the love of Almighty Allah. The love of Mustafa, the love of Ahlul Bayt, the family of Nabi alayhi wasalam. the love of Sahaba and Oliahullah. So that is what they did. Today we are all sitting and watching World Cup, all sitting and watching Hollywood, Bollywood, Robinhood. That is what happens. <laughs> so number one, parents is your responsibility. Second one, wasallam mentioned it clearly. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif Kullukum Rain wa Kulukum Masulun and Raiya. Each one of you is a shepherd. And each one will be questioned regarding their flock <laughs> So we all must be held responsible And third one When you, O oh parent That you justify You cover up what your son, daughter is doing That you call asabiyya. Asabiya means They ask, Ya Rasulullah I love my people Is that as I said, no Then what well, asabiya? Ya Rasulullah? Allah unto Inahum ala zulmin. You know they wrong, and yet you assisting them in their wrong. Go open bishkar if you will find it. The whole chapter on asabiya. So that is where we go wrong. Our love becomes so blind that we don't want this denial. We live in denial. So that is unacceptable, remember. That always make dua for them. And inshallah, the parents' dua today is Wednesday. After Zuhur Salat, read to Rakat Salat. Cry to Allah for ourselves, our children, the Ummat and Muslimah. Inshallah, Allah will make easy and accept it. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our beloved, honorable, respected father, the Ulustad, Hazrat Maulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Hafidhuhullah. Allah Taala take Abu Ustad safe, inshalla, and protect him in his journey, inshallah
0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa.